let's say within retention, you have three basic pillars. One is of course activation of a user, then is build, building engagement for the user, and then building res resurrection. So now coming back to your question, right? How do we start? Now mm. to solve for retention, these are my three basic pillars. And amongst all of these pillars, I will have multiple opportunities, right? So we have the growth pod, which has multiple people. You yeah. figured your value proposition to, uh, let's say, make the aha moment in the first experience of the user, then the value for him to keep coming back in some sense. Yeah. And you have yeah. a bunch of, let's say, hypotheses around this. Yes. And this team now gets together to have a data-oriented approach on how to, uh, let's say, tweak or push levers on the user behavior. That's right. So, uh, so once I have designed my, defined my verticals, yeah. within those verticals, I will have different problem statements. It's important for me to size those problem statements and and try to understand the impact of it. Sure. So, so you're for not example, putting in efforts in the wrong yeah. Chases. So let's okay. say for example, if I know activation as a as a problem statement, mm. which is basically getting my user to experience the aha moment for the first mm. time, mm. and then getting them to a state that they have formed a habit around my core value. That sure. this entire process of activation. You know, so funnily, this came up in another conversation which I was having with Karan from Kish, the okay. uh, the folks who are running Pay with Ring okay. as an application. So they're a loan business. And their entire story at this point as a company is boiled down to saying that how many people can be moved from the first loan to the second loan. Because yeah, that's kind yeah, of where yeah. the sleep has dropped for them. Is if you've gotten, let's say, X more people here, automatically the downstream funnels start to take care yeah, of itself. Yeah, so right. as a team, uh, the way they're structured and the way they've organized priorities is more around one to two. Yeah. What you're telling me is, uh, I mean, in their case, obviously, it's also it's a con it's a consequence of a bunch of research topics. In your case, we've done a lot of homework on which are the high impact areas for us to yeah. kind of push towards. Correct. And uh, so, what are the things that emerged as possible uh, growth levers, so to speak? So, let's say if if I were to talk about activation in particular, yeah. right? Now, within activation, also, in fact, that's that's again my nuanced learning around activation. Now, it's not just about a aha moment. Sure. And in fact, let me pick up one of the very interesting. Uh, interesting studies that I think everybody in the growth system is aware of. How, let's say, Chamath, who is one of the first right. growth heads of Facebook, yeah. evangelized you uh, to the, a metric of getting a user to seven friends in ten days. Sure. Right? Now, getting that's the so-called aha moment, which will switch or yeah. activate. So that, that that's an interesting mm. point. That it's not mm. an aha moment. Okay. It's actually basically a setup moment huh. wherein a user is forming seven friends in ten days to get an engaged feed. Fair enough. Right? So, you get to a point where you have formed enough connections that your, your feed starts to become engaging. And, and when you this engage... This is what we call activation? This is what we call setup moment. Okay. What was activation then? So, within activation, you have three okay. uh, verticals. One is setup. Then second is aha moment. And third mm -hmm. is habit. Okay. So, so fact, that's all part of activation for you. We will yeah, not consider yeah. a user activated unless he's reached the habit stage. Correct. Correct. Wow, correct. Okay. So, because if you just get to the user to an aha moment, and then you leave your journey. That means yeah. you've you've literally like you've sure. gone to the cliff, right? And the user so, can tip off from there. Fair. In the consumer space, we normally call this the glue frequency. Once you place four orders, your repeat rates are at eighty percent. Yeah. Is yeah. this how this is also derived for you? That once the user has gotten a habit formed, in in your definition, his uh, re-engagement with the platform will be at above, let's say, seventy eighty percent. Yeah. So um, again. When it comes to activation, and I'll try and, and put, place it, how is it different from engagement? Sure. So, activation is getting the user to form a habit. It's a zero to one journey in some sense, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. From a new user to having the first aha moment and then the setup moment first, the yes. aha moment next, and the habit part third. Ne That's next is the habit. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So, how do you place that habit loop? That let's say, in case of, let's say, well, let's pick up an example of Instagram or of Pinterest, right? Whenever the user gets bored, as and that comes as a trigger for the user, 
they by default should open let's say an instagram or a pinterest to engage themselves sure. right how do you get to that stage of forming that habit which is not just not just happen the first time but keeps happening for certain number of times where you are confident that the user has formed habit around it sure so that's where your activation actually ends so it's a product centric approach in fact uh, you know for apps for bharat that yeah. prashant is now building what they're doing is if you've set up three gods and offered class five times and gotten these five things you yeah. considered activated yeah. yeah in some sense so very similar uh, thought process on getting the user from the first time he's come to the application to a certain set of things you know I, i'm going to ask you a bit of a tangential question now uh, you have all of this acquisition efforts going on you have people installing the app at all yes, times right yes. and you uh, associate a cost per install to these topics that's right now yes. uh, that also translates into cost of activated customer cost of customer acquisition right. yes. are you saying that you will only count the activated customers as acquired customers and then the cost would be measured against that or this is still a cpi ecosystem and it's like yeah, it's too yeah. messy to do more right, than right right no, so so definitely we have moved far beyond cpi sure. right uh, and uh, we have not we don't attribute to activated as of yet but we definitely sure. have defined certain critical events for a user mm. to perform basis which we consider that the user has shown intent to engage with the platform sure and basis that matter that we have defined we we calculate our cac huh. right but we continue to measure our cac to ltv ratio sure and that's so how that's you optimize it the, the yes. ltv cell is downstream you know so what i was trying to understand uh, was uh, do you optimize campaigns purely on the cpi now on the acquisition side or are you also now saying that okay if this guy has not done these three things i don't necessarily yeah, uh, yeah, value yeah. the low cpi i outcome, think that right? that would be an ideal way to approach it wherein you look at it cost per activated or even cost per retained user the eventual eventual it would be that yeah yeah hmm. but right now we try we have identified certain critical events sure basis which we say that it's not just installed but the user has to get to at least this Correct. stage when i consider it to be uh, acquired user the so called metric on user quality that will get fed back to the acquisition team in some sense that's right so if you're that's getting right. x number of users and even 5% of them are not getting to this point yeah. you're getting bad yeah. users yeah. in effect so secure yeah yeah in fact Fresh. on acquisition side of things we work very closely with the growth team and the product team for that yeah. matter at constant uh, feedback around what is the quality of the user sure. in terms of they getting to those critical events hmm. that's one as well as we do a detailed user profiling on hmm. various metrics for example median net worth being one of the important sure. metric that we would track yeah. from a banking perspective Fair. right i'm going to get to the banking side of it it's a large <laughs> part of the conversation so we'll dig deeper yeah there. yeah yeah so those feedback are constantly passed to the marketing team and hmm. they sort of uh, optimize for it this is very interesting because you know one of the things uh, which is not very common it, it is i've seen this happen in the gaming industry where the roi on acquiring a set of users is measured by the amount of money spent on the game in the next multiple months but on the other side in the consumer space we've not seen people become very cognizant of the repeat rates or the reorder rates when yeah. they are measuring cac yeah. first yeah. transaction done cac over topic close yeah yeah but that's not enough because 70% of these people will not make a second transaction yeah. so the whole yeah. understanding of how to you know even measure numbers and assign performance goals it's a little messy on the consumer uh, e-commerce side of things yeah. Yeah. it seems to be slightly better sorted to the product side of things and is in your ecosystem so now uh, you've have your activation steps which is the step 1 set up uh, aha habit Yes. All sorted, yes. and you have a funnel of users who will go at each of these stages. 